What's good, Joseph? Fifth Element Hip Hop Show. It's Alan Figueroa. It's Alejandro Hernandez. Jazzy Jazz Jazz. And we have a, a packed show for y'all. We have the homie Jamal Science who's actually in studio with us. You can say what's up, bro. Yo, what's going on? What's going on, man? What's going on? So we got Jamal, we got Wemmy Mo, and we got Suede. But before we start the interview with Jamal, we're going to get into some, into some of his music. Uh, right off the bat, what can you tell people about your music before we get into it? Um, it's dope, and I think you guys will love it. For sure. That's all <laughs> we needed. That's Jamal need. Science, the Fifth Element Hip Hop Show. This is a quick mini mix of his music. Enjoy. Something wonderful, yeah, uh, something wonderful, yeah, uh, uh, hear me out, yeah. Ever since my umbilical cord was cut, I've been a genius destined to make way. Soon as I bursted out my pot's pink, fighting others from to get to the egg and become a fetus. I met the egg in the nine months, developed features. Waiting on the light to shine through this dark tunnel I was living in. No room in the stomach that I'm living in. Feeling like this nigga's in the 80s, I was ready for the world. But the world wasn't ready for me. Anxiously waiting until the time came. Day and night went. Always heard echoes to Eric B and Rock Kim. Vibing in the room, speakers vibrated the room. Core wrapped around my Body like a mummy in a tomb. All I heard was my water broken. Ever set. Next thing I know, the great force pushing me down in this. Light star beaming on me, hands start grabbing me. Slip the cord from me, then turn me over and smack me. Wrap me in the blanket, nice and comfortable. Moms looked down and said that I was something wonderful. Moms looked down and said that I was something wonderful. Moms looked down and said that I was something wonderful. Jones, Michael Jackson, thrilling cinema, starring yours. Passion leaking out my pores, right past the margin. The boundaries never been afraid of war. Face paint on, same rubber with a new cause. The fantastic flow with this hip hop ish, they need us. But destined to conquer loose leaf since the fetus. My life on these lines, I'm living like my life's on the line, and I gotta get mine by any means. Trying to live my dreams to push a Ferrari test the roses. I seen on posters with my family living kosher. Until then, it's up around the clock in the shoebox. Coming up with astonishing schemes. Bet you had no clue I could rock. But I do it well, and I'ma do it well. Till the curtains closing and I'm standing by myself. Take a center stage, fans only feet. The sensei with this word play, niggas bowing in the feet. I'm just a dreamer. That's gonna make all of y'all believe us. And I don't know if they believe in my dream, but I'ma make them all believe in my dream. It ain't easy as they're making it seem. But I'm just a dreamer. That's gonna make all of y'all believe us. When y'all see me living my dream, when y'all see me living my dreams. When y'all see me living my dreams, when y'all see me living my dreams. When y'all see me living my dreams, when y'all see me living my dreams. Sometimes I sit back and often wonder if I'm gonna make it. I know it's a one in a million shot, but I'ma take it. And when the buzzer sound, I hope the shot is all net. With the team pouring champagne down my back and neck. 
spending nights going through these notebooks When I should have been in school hitting the books Wonder how my parents feel knowing that they son get his bachelor's Instead he wanna perform for fans up in the Raptors I got dreams of rocking shows that sold out Long lines of fans waiting on me Niggas who want my autograph that once hated on me Hey homie, I'ma sign your shit anyway I used to hit Dorothy Storm, cop the zebra cakes A couple quarter waters, laughy taffies Lead a store, rifle members twisting their fingers at me I don't leave a bang, guess I'm guilty by association Cause my location, my cousin Ghost is on probation He wore a beep on his ankle, used to play ball Sun up the sun down, these hit the corner gate Niggas to run down, niggas hop the fences Stash to work in my grandma's garden in the gangway After these left, they came back Retreat, they broke the same day Now it's back to the mission at hand Transaction, hand-to-hand exchanges Ava Rex, butter, soft leathers We Tim's was the fit for the winter weather Give a side-eye, guarantee niggas up with redders And leave you toast, R.I.P. on the shirt Leave you a ghost, block smelling like any of your gun smoke You don't want beef, you don't want smoke 187 in blood, murder she wrote Feeling like GQ on the rooftop, nigga, I got the juice now This is that James Brown, everybody The big payback, I came back to retrieve the crown 187 the mic, that's how I lay it down Lyrically, my tongue is sharp, I can shake you now Rhymes tight as you by pumps, got chumps looking down Colorway sickening, clock can I remove the time Ripped off the places like Rod Strickland Doing things my way, listen and pay attention Never question me, play your position Still wet behind the ears, they need permission To battle with the iron lungs that spit so vicious People ain't got heart, no one can see the wizard Repression I penetrate, to rappers disintegrate The pen would demonstrate, the pictures I illustrate Get it straight Scotty Pippins, Basquiat paint drippers, faces on the milk carton, whack rap, missing transmission, out of commission, had the eight mile walking, sidewalk chalking, slapping as a side talking. Use a decoy, young Bruce Lee, you Bruce Lee boy, bring your friend like a peep boy, came to destroy any that's eating, asleep in the seeing, the in the moving, I rip me on the rocks. Switch your squares like a boobies till you turn purple, blue is blackish. Snatch your soul out the mirror. I'm back, girl, on the bloody mattress. Keep a house full of corpses. Even got corpses and chunks of stolen portions. The same reason why you scared to step off of your porches. Locking doors like this gon' stop me from invading your fortress. I'm the Loch Ness, Bigfoot, Fred Crew, Boogie Man. Trevor Martin looking for Zimmerman in my hoodie. Damn. Amazing, whatever I do, this shit is amazing. 24 7, 365, the beast blazing. Uh, be amazing, yeah, we amazing. Yeah, when we both live together, it's so amazing, amazing. Half man, half amazing. It's amazing. I, I got the whole world with It's really amazing. Half, half man, half amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Spinning the roll on my fingers, I'm hollow blow, trying to smell it like Chanel Blue as I rose from the sewers bottom. They say Jamal, get him, I got him, I've been a problem. Need on cold crush, turning microphones to cold dust. Smooth as a Latin carpet's gliding when I'm rhyming. Even under pressure, I can still create a diamond to show my people I'm shining. Coming through the door like Jack Nick from the shining. People said it's perfect timing. Attacking your heart until your heart collapses Dodge nemesis, ringing out like Sonic I'm Sega Genesis, got these big hate in the premises uh, Decipher, decipher, Michael Myers A microphone spitting to the wires blown Who won't be stepping in the lion's Then you dare me to Michael Jai with the one sixes Watch how I kick it Instrumentals every which way possible Like the Kama Sutra No producers for dismantling and break beats To sample chops, showing them scenes How to break beats to the sample drop Then five fingers of death 
It the whole scene out, ain't no witnesses left. Better pause. All that talking at your draw, shatter your jaw. Had you sounding like slide stone while you sipping food through a straw. Better recognize. Yeah. Yeah. Before I dreamed of pushing Dodson's, I used to vision sold out shows and dropping mics. Randy Watson got the Aquafina flow. If I speak, I could turn it to Pino Grigio. Hoping I could drop a CD and yeah, my fam could see me blow. Popping coats like we born to Stanley. Who knew that young flop boy who played the ball like a Hebrew Brantley? Was in that basement cooking like Dexter. Only difference is my lab coat designer and tailor made finer. Imagine looking life out of my goggles. Probably your mind boggled. I seen colors that was Blasky out hues, envy greens, BB King. Blues. Who said this life was easy walking in cement three shoes? I'm trying to figure out how you raised three sons on your own In a two-bedroom apartment you made feel like a home Made sure we had food on the table, clothes to go to school with Never had the newest gear but always stayed in cooch Made sure we was taken care of regardless One thing I can't say you are is heartless Always helped us up when we fell down And if we felt defeated Always gave us advice or a swift kick if needed Drop gems on us, I never give to a pawn shop Priceless, the way you told was righteous Shining like a king that can't block your brightness You were meant to illuminate, shine on I'm trying to follow in your footsteps But your shoes too big to fill You represent the fathers, the James, the Uncle Phil's The real man who stuck around when your got real You've always been my role model, and it's real, my blood Blood is thicker than water My life I give for you Love ain't never been stronger When times is hard, you pull me through I thank you for the man that I have grown to be I've grown to be Ain't nothing more important than my family We're back to the Fifth Hip Hop Show here on Radio Post College Scottish Connection. We have the homie, Jamal Science. What's going on? What's going on, y'all? What's going on? And uh, after a while, man, we've been trying to get you in for a hot minute now. We yeah. finally made it happen. Uh, you dropped the project since, but we're going to start to, like, I don't know, get to know you, down to basics. Uh, where, did, where did you first start making music? Or when did that finally, like, start happening? Uh, when I first started making music, I was, like, um, 12 years old. That's when I started making my first tapes. Had this little um, tape recorder, like this little talkboy joint. Mm-hmm. I used to record on and just like beat on tables and transfer that tape to like another tape, a, a double deck tape mm-hmm. player, where I had the beat playing and I record the other side and be rapping over it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's how the, um, that's how that started. And I got my first A track um, probably when I was like 15 to 16 with a mm-hmm. Yamaha keyboard. So that's when I started really messing with music. For sure. Mm-hmm. And the influences. Um a lot of that was through your dad, correct? Yeah, uh, yeah. My dad was. Um, he used to rap back in the day, mm-hmm. wow. and um, like I was always around music, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like hip hop, as far as like Nas and everything. Like mm-hmm. he put me onto that because my dad, my dad's young. My dad's fifty, mm-hmm. so you know he put me onto all that Biggie, like Jay, mm-hmm. like that was through him, you know, all the rock mm-hmm. him. So yeah, I just uh, was a student man mm-hmm. and just you know taking notes and. That's 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 what I wanted to do. That's what's yeah, up. Uh, like, what's that like growing up in a household with a with a parent that was as invested in hip hop uh, as you? Because most guests we have, when they talk about their parents putting them on their right. music, it's like more like old school soul, mm-hmm. right. gospel type of music, jazz. So like, I don't think we've ever had a guest where they talk about like their parent, you know, right. as yeah. the one putting them on to hip hop. Uh, it, it was dope, man. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
Wu Tang like profanity. I'm like, you know, <laughs> yeah, this is pretty dope. Like, I like this. You know what I'm saying? And when I was going to school, it was like it wasn't like it was old rappers. Like these guys were fairly new in the '90s, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it was kids that yo. I got my brother assisted tape, and it's like my dad just bought that album yesterday. So mm-hmm. you know, it was man, it was it was dope. You know. And then you talked yeah. about earlier having a record collection. You have a lot of records in your right. house. So then, where did that come from? Um, it came. It came from my um, my pops and my mom's too. My mom was more the um, the oldies person. Like mm. that's where I get like my like soul and R and B and stuff from. Like my mm-hmm. mom, my dad was into that too. But it was more like the funk, like Parliament, like mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. So I just took all that into one, and you know, also ventured out and was listening to other things like you know jazz and. You know, just all kind of different genres of music, like you know, overseas and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, I just, I love vinyl. Like, it's just the purest, the purest form of music yeah. and format mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. And your your dad's rap name was uh, Hitman. Hitman, yeah, that's Hitman. right. Was that was that like Shout a Bret Hart man? Was that a Bret Hart <laughs> reference? No, that I don't think my dad. Uh, he wasn't into wrestling. It was just you know the nineties. They, yeah. they had to like those names. Uh, you know, it's like it's a Hitman. You know. Yeah. You know Hitman. Cause, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you, 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 <laughs> right. you, you bring that up in, in one of your songs. You, you bring about talking about like Raw and SmackDown and watching those as a kid. Right, that was me and my brothers, yeah. We was, <laughs> we was, we was heavy into wrestling. Okay, like, but It was to the I point just, where we just, used to... Just wanted to know where it was from. Yeah, yeah. Nah, we used to... We used to uh, you know how they used to have the joints come on like late at night and yeah. it's like school yeah. night. Like we used to sacrifice like mm. getting in trouble. Like we got to see who going to win this ladder match, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. You tuning into WrestleMania in two weeks? Um, nah, man. I kind of um, I don't up. know. It got got bad for me, man. I'm once all like the the wrestlers I grew up on start leaving. Mm-hmm. I guess I kind of realized how whack it was. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. but you know, and I, I just didn't want to invest any more time into it. That's I respect reasonable. that. I respect that. Um, going back, you're from Northwest side of Chicago, correct? What part of the Northwest side specifically? Uh, I stayed around North Avenue and Cicero. North Avenue, so. Cicero. What is that? Is that Hermosa? Is that that's not that's yeah, not that Austin? W- that would definitely be like um, more West Side. Uh, that's what's up. How how was it growing up in the city of Chicago in the nineties and also early two thousands? Because you went to Foreman, right? Mm-hmm. But before we get to Foreman, how was I guess the upbringing uh, leading up to Foreman? Um, I mean, where I grew up at, it was um, it's pretty bad. Okay, you know, mm-hmm. it was a lot of drug dealing, game banging mm-hmm. around there. So my dad had three boys, so his mission was to keep us grounded and mm. keep us as busy as possible, possible and you know so we wouldn't venture off into the streets and none of us none of us did so like we played basketball like I said he brought us that recorder so mm-hmm. you know he wanted to see us manifest our dreams but it was also you know to keep us out of the streets too to keep mm-hmm. us busy and mm-hmm. you know I, I thank him for that every day like I, I really appreciate that for sure and then you you mentioned earlier before we started the interview at 14 mm-hmm. that's when you started making beats right how did that whole process happen? Um, I just wanted to rap, and I just got tired of um, rapping off like you know instrumentals mm-hmm. off tapes and stuff. So I was like, I could, I think I can do this. Like try to make my own beat. So mm-hmm. you know, I just did it. Like I said, I started out with tape recorders. What, but when I got the A track BR eight, like it just manifested. Like mm-hmm. I just started messing around with sounds and. I was sampling at a young mm-hmm. age, like, you know, and it wow. just, it just all, you know, turned into a, mm-hmm. just that big ball of joy, you know. <laughs> what did your dad think when you started making music? Uh, he was happy. Yeah. Like, he was dope. Like, it's, um, he would show it off to his friends. He'd be like, yeah, look what, um, 
look what he recorded, you know, and they be like, man, he's he's good for his age. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always real big on words, like wordplay and stuff yeah. like that, and metaphors, and yeah. I was the dude that was reading the dictionary, and they wow. be like, they, I always get the comparison, like, it, he, he, he like a young Nas, like, mm-hmm. he like, he yeah. rap, he sound like Nas to me. But, um, yeah, he was, um, he was proud, like, every, even to this day, like, he's very tuned in to what I do. Nice. I gotta know, is, uh, has there ever been any rap battles with you and your pop? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I ever have a cypher? Uh, no, uh, we did a lot of freestyles. We actually did a, a song together when I was, like, 16. But um, the the disc that the disc drive that we had ended up wiping out that song. Mm. But it it was a dope song. It was um, it was I want to say it was to the Al Green "Love and Happiness" sample. Wow. But Luke, yeah, it was super dope though. How we like went back and forth. But yeah, we used to. My dad used to just be rapping all the time. Oh, this is wild. Yeah. That's wild me thinking about because like my pop can't stand it whenever I listen. To yeah, that's crazy, man. <laughs> that's crazy. I don't know how how um. I guess I just be having a the sneak because you can't devote to hip-hop culture like it's just so it's just so universal man but yeah I, it is a lot of people that that grow up like that that have parents that you know don't condone that or mm. they listen to something completely opposite mm-hmm. and they're like that's trash yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy and for for a lot of the people we brought in a lot of it is generational i mean obviously uh them being first uh, generation whatever american uh mexican latino american whatever it is uh so for them like what their parents listen to is a totally different language right. than what they're cloaked in. So it's pretty interesting to see that, like, this is the first artist we've had that, is, like, generation, generation has had that advocacy in hip hop and that, you know, they've uh, at least pushed you in that direction of, like, yeah, keep doing what you're doing. Right. Because a lot of the other cats that we brought in here hasn't. So it's, for us, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And right now in this generation, I think hip hop is bigger than it's ever been. It's, it's way more universal. Like, these kids yeah. are doing yeah. all these dances yeah. and, you know, I'm teaching my daughter now how to use the machine mm. and just about sampling and, you know, beat counts and everything. So, you know, I mean, this is this is what she's going to grow up to. Yeah. Of course, yeah. I want her to, you know, seek other music. Mm-hmm. And I'm not I'm not never going to force anything mm-hmm. on her. Like she listened to a, mm-hmm. her teeny bopper stuff. Like, <laughs> you, know, you know, what I'm saying like I'm, I'm going to let her do her. Whatever yeah, she's feels smiling good back there. <laughs> <laughs> she's an artist of her own, too. Yeah, she's she's a very good drawer. And um. She's actually gonna be. She's gonna be a really good beat maker, and she also sings. Oh, so, okay. I'm just trying to yeah. see which one she gravitates to more, and then I'm just gonna try to help her build that. That's what's up. Yeah, that's important. That's, I, that's super important. I think is uh, investing, like you know, the arts into into the youth because that's something that's been taken away from our schools. Mm-hmm. So it's like kind of take the extra steps to make sure that your kids are like exploring their creative yeah. their creativity. It's super important. Let me let me throw the uh, the Kanye. Listen to the kids join in here. Listen to the kids. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's talk about the foreman days mm-hmm. how was that man because i know like me graduating foreman was way different from you graduating from foreman mm-hmm. um what was the general makeup and also like how was it being like the rapping kid because there's always that one rapping kid in every high school um yeah um well my my years in high school were excellent um i was I was the guy who was I was in ROTC so okay, oh. same yeah I was a real quiet I was a real like quiet dude yeah. so when people like heard me rap in lunchroom they like this kid is crazy mm. so I used to just battle people all over the school like in between classes mm. and stuff but yeah I was always known as like that's the best guy in the school right here as far as rapping it even got to the point one day where I, it, he was talking about Steinman I was on the football team too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so 
one day we was uh, playing at Stightman's and some guy was like, yeah, I heard this guy at Farmer right here was like the best rapper. We want him to battle I got from Stightman's. Literally mm-hmm. say, I, I killed this guy. Like I killed him. <laughs> But <laughs> yeah, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was lit I mean, in high school. Like I was, you know I was what I'm saying, way before I went to Stamets. So. Way before you went to <laughs> But yeah, that's when that's when I was like battling heavy. Like that's before I was in getting the songwriting. Like yeah. before I started doing songs, I was battling. Okay, like I was a battle rapper. Like the first big battle I had was like at the Abbey Pub, and I was like 17 years mm-hmm. old, and that's when I um. I won like a thousand dollars. I beat like twenty rappers, yeah. and I was supposed to get a beat from a uh, Panic of the Mole Man, and I had got that thousand dollars from um, Shabazz from the basement. Yeah. I don't know if you you guys remember him, but yeah, that's how they came about. And I never um I never reached out to Panic for that beat. Yeah. I don't know why, but I had a free beat from him. Yeah, and that's crazy that years later we ended up working together. Pretty much a whole project, right? Yeah, that's crazy. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about the the whole battle rap era. Um, how was it getting into that? Because obviously there isn't like, yo, show up to like this spot and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. How was it like finding out those those avenues to do that? Just word of mouth. Word and, of mouth? you know, MySpace was, you know, popping, okay. popping in. And that's when I, uh, that's like when I was in like right college, you know, okay. like my, my first year. Yeah, like MySpace, I, I used to just find out all the battles and like the Abbey Pub and um, all kind of other battles. I forgot that other major battle that used to happen at Wicker Park every year. But, um, yeah, just, just word of mouth, basically. Just my friends like, hey, it's a battle going on. Let's mm-hmm. do it. And I'm like, all right. And what was the transition from battle rapper to actual MC and, I guess, songwriter? Um, The transition was uh, quite easy because it was just dealing with words. And mm-hmm. I'm real good with putting stories together. So mm-hmm. once I just started, like, digging into my life, and making concept songs, I'm like, this is this is mm-hmm. better than battling it to me. Mm-hmm. Especially when somebody say like, yo, I heard this song, man, and I'm going through this right now, and this mm-hmm. resonates with me a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, that's that's pretty dope. Was there anyone that kind of influenced you in, in going in that direction and said, hey, you know, you're a really good battle rapper. Have you ever made any songs? Have you, like, worked on hooks, any of that type stuff? Um, nah, it was just basically just, like, listening to Nas mm-hmm. and stuff. Just, like, once I heard, like, the... You know the song where he talking about himself as a gun, and mm. I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah, like I want to tell stories like that guy. You know, so I just started writing concept songs, mm. man. I just be in the room brainstorming about a concept, and mm-hmm. you know, try to do that with all the metaphors and stuff. So yeah, that's that's how that came about. Okay, yeah. what what would you say is the biggest difference? You know, transitioning from battle rap to song making. Cause I know, like, there's a lot of battle rappers out there who, you know, I've seen in their battles got bars for days, but once you put them on the track, yeah, you know, it's it's not they're not as strong, you know, and vice versa. Um, that's a really that's a really good question. Um, there are a lot of battle rappers that I think are super dope, but when they make like songs or albums, is really disappointing. Mm. Um, I'm gonna have to say maybe they spent more time crafting their skills in battle mm. than you know actually making songs. Like making making songs is hard. Mm. It's not it's not easy to sit up in a room and try to think of a concept, get that right beat, mm-hmm. you know, mm. deliver it right. Um, yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. It is maybe they spent more time battling than writing songs. Mm-hmm. Like once I started writing songs, that's what I was doing. So I was doing that more than I was battling. I stopped battling because I realized I kind of was falling off. Yeah, and I was, but my strong, my pen game was getting stronger. Mm-hmm. So I just, I just stayed with that. But for sure, for sure. And then uh, talk about Mo Men. You're currently part of that crew. Um, I'm affiliated. You're with affiliated it. with yes. Mo Men. 
moment as a legendary hip hop crew in the city of Chicago. Yes. So how was it one like being integrated, and then what was kind of like some of the the things that they kind of put you on, as like you were starting to you know dive deeper into making music and getting more involved in the scene. Um. Well, it all started with um. I think I had dropped something wonderful, mm-hmm. and um. I sent Panic a message on Facebook. I believe I'm like. Hey, check me. You know, I did the whole check me out. I'm a rapper. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, check this project yeah. out. Let me know. So I went back to check the message like a couple hours later, and I seen that he read the message but didn't reply. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, this messed up. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, forget it. Maybe maybe he thought my stuff was whack. Mm-hmm. So I logged off, and then the next day I logged on, and he sent me this long message like, yo, I heard the project, man, and it's super dope. Uh, I want to work with you and do some stuff. So... He started sending me beats and um we had did the first song we did together was called um life is like a jungle mm-hmm. so it had manifested from there and he like man we should just go ahead and you know do like a whole ep so i just did that ep and that's that's why um the sooner than later the um what's that joint called oh my god i just blacked i i'm trying to remember the name of this project right now I can't remember. Uh, sim- you have simply amazing something wonderful. Simply amazing. Okay. There you go. Oh, simply that's, yeah, okay. simply amazing. So yeah, that's that's how that came about. But um, the crazy thing is, my dad used to. Um, my dad was a big MC Juice fan. Mm. So that's when I first heard of the old man listening to MC Juice and hearing them beats. Mm-hmm. That was like primo style. So when I told him that, he's like, "It's crazy how like the universe, you know, works and brings everybody together." Yeah, right. Like yeah. that's crazy. You came from. Yo, where's my free beat? To <laughs> right, the whole project. And I didn't even ask him for that free beat. I don't know why. I don't. I don't even know why I didn't ask him for that free beat. I think we talked about that, and he yeah. was like, "You, you were supposed to get a beat from me like a while ago." And I'm <laughs> like, "Yeah, I never, never did it." <laughs> but you, I don't know. It was a lot of build up to that, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, what were some of the things that Panic kind of put you on when you you start you first started diving your I guess into the scene and, and getting introduced into. I guess becoming an artist within the Chicago hip hop scene. Um, he put me on a lot. He he had me. Um, he plugged me into a lot of guys, a lot of DJs and stuff. Um, he also he was also the reason why I started getting like vinyl and stuff. Okay. And I wanted to go back and like try to get NPCs, two thousands, and like stuff like that. Like Panic is a he's a really smart guy. Like the way he just like creates music, man, is is crazy. Like. He'll take a, he'll send me a beat and I'll do a song and when he sends me that song back it's a completely different beat. He's added like a eighty piece orchestra band and like all this crazy stuff yeah. and I'm like that's crazy how he took something and just made it something else. So, uh, what were some of the things you've kind of been able to take away from him from a production tip? Um, practice, man. Like practice every day. Like your craft every day. Like he um he started picking up playing bass a couple of years ago Uh so right now he's getting like really good at it so um that's what i admire about him like he he never stops learning Uh like he told me never stop learning always always learn you know like music is is nothing you can't say okay i I know everything there is no about music no no there's not you you have to you have to keep learning which like speaks to in general like an artist should always be hungry for knowledge right and then like i know at the end of um shine during the outro you i think it's it is you right who says the i don't believe in writer's block or is that did you take that from something else oh no that was um that was rakim from that was, um, that was like an old yo M- yo mtv raps um interview interview yeah oh. Bet, where he's yeah. like i don't believe in writer's block um 
if whenever I feel like my pen is getting slow, I just go out into the world and I learn more and yeah. then I take it mm-hmm. back. Which like so so what's your writing process like then? Do you do you, that's, that, that that's me. To you? I don't force I don't force anything. Mm-hmm. I only write if I feel something. I'm not that guy that sits in the studio and like I have to make something today. I have to make something. Right. Yeah. I'm only making music if it feels right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if I hear something and I can't write nothing in, I'll just take that beat, listen to it for a while, go outside or something and come back to it. Like yeah. Rakim said, I just come back to it. You can you can't force music. Right. And then you can practice your craft every day by right. just learning, just right. going out and seeking other things to Absolutely. put into it. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I kind of want to backtrack a bit because uh, mm-hmm. you talk about, you know, listening to Nas and like his themes and concepts is what really triggered you, inspired you to, to start ra- uh, songwriting. But like, who are some of those other uh, rappers that you listen to that are like you try to uh, emulate when you, you know, when you try to write? Um, well, it used to be, um, it used to be Nas, um, like Nas, Rakim, like Jay, like just the greats, like Big, like mm-hmm. their storytelling. But now I'm just trying to. For a while, I just been you know just doing me. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's already a Nas. You know, there's already a Jay, a Big. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was definitely the, those guys definitely played played a role in my pen game. For sure, for sure. You talk about the storytelling, and it's so evident in your work because it, I think it is something wonderful. The whole um, we just played it with um, the birth, the birth. Yeah, that was yeah that, that was, was something. Yeah, that I'm, was something. Cause I'm like, wait, is he, is he really talking about from the sperm to the egg to the fetus to the I heard the beats when I'm in the womb. It was, it was a lot. I liked it. I yeah, liked I appreciate that. I, I definitely was geeking like after I heard that. I'm like, gee, like people gonna think this crazy. Like, well, <laughs> what was the, what was the idea behind that? <laughs> um, well, it was an introduction. When I dropped that uh, something wonderful, it was basically like an introduction. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to give people like the birth, the birth of me, like how I think my birth went. Basically, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And that's the whole something, the whole something wonderful concept stems from that. Okay, mm-hmm. let's talk about some of your projects real quick. Okay, just give me a breakdown of some of these. Um, Simply amazing. Um, that was the joint idea with Panic. Um, I like that joint a lot. The only thing that um I wish was that it was um I could have added a couple more songs to it. I wanted to do a couple more songs, but it just I didn't have enough yeah. time. So. Would you still categorize that as an EP? Because I think, I mean, you have, what, about like 10 songs in that? Is that yeah, a, that's oh? like 10 joints. Um, no, nah, it's an EP. It's an okay. EP. But I'm, I'm going to say it's an EP. But, and what where were you at in life? Uh, what were some of the topics that you were talking about? For those um, that are, might not be familiar with that body of work. Um, well, I had the Simply Amazing joint on there, just, just being amazing. That mm-hmm. was the braggadocious track, of course, just talking about how I'm the best <laughs> and stuff like that. Like at that point in my life, yeah. it was like a competition for me lyrically. Okay. I just wanted to show people that I can still do that. Um, the Splitsville joint, well, that was just a dope concept song yeah. that I came up with and we shot a video for it, And that video took like six hours to shoot. Like it was crazy. Um, yeah, you got, a, you got a, f- a few love joints in there. Yeah, I had it. Mm-hmm. Um, they they were they were all just concept joints. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't even think uh, I wasn't even in a relationship at the time. Um, yeah, those were concept joints. Uh, the nineties, the nineties joint that was just reflecting as a kid with like the mm-hmm. old school BMS bike mm-hmm. with the five spoke white wheels, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. And then we have what is that? Something wonderful after that? Something wonderful. Uh no, something wonderful came before. Was it? Yeah, something okay. wonderful came before, and then um, and then then okay. uh, the panic joint. But yeah, uh, something wonderful was just basically that was the introduction mm. to me. 
Mm-hmm. Like, um, let me see. We had um, Children of the Ghetto on there with Scheme. Mm-hmm. That was just talking about, like, you know, the evils of life. Mm-hmm. Just um, kids trying to stay on the right path, but, you know, having to go through all these mm-hmm. obstacles as far as hustling or seeing things as far as, like, gangbanging, killings, but still trying to get a dream out. Mm-hmm. And um, Dreamer was exactly like that, too. But that was just talking about me. Mm-hmm. Like, saying like no matter what anybody says about mm-hmm. me like i'm i'm gonna go for yeah. this dream that that's a one in a million shot like i yeah. know this and um what's another joint on there that um hmm trying to figure out another joint i can talk about that's on there that means a lot to me um the rose the rose joint is crazy oh it is uh, the it rose is. the rose joint is crazy um just like how she's trying to do right by her son, but she's making money in not the best way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Is that know. someone that you actually know? No, that was just a, actually a crazy story I came up with. Like, mm-hmm. when I heard that beat, I'm like, this needs to be one of those storytelling stories. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to do it from a standpoint where somebody out in the world probably went through this, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm sure it has. And that's like, and I just wanted them to be like, that's crazy. Like, I, I went through that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. That's actually one of my favorite songs that I've ever written. Mm-hmm. That's what's it up. hits. Yeah. It's hard. And then forty eight fourteen, which is your latest. Correct. Um forty eight fourteen, the intro um says it all. Mm-hmm. I used to go to Dorothy store, cop the zebra cakes, lead the store, people game banging, cause I live in an area where they think I'm affiliated with these guys, but I'm not. I'm just yeah. a just a kid trying to get back to the crib and play ball, like True. you know. But when you in that area, they put you as all oh, you one of them. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So that fam self-explanatory that's yeah. about growing up with my blo- brothers sisters mm-hmm. and my dad like blood is sticking in water like mm-hmm. yeah. no matter what happens in life we are always supposed to have each other back and shine is just just illuminate man just shining my craft onto the world and magnolia yeah. is about yeah. your grandmother right correct that's about my grandmother she passed a couple of years ago mm-hmm. from cancer so, yeah, that was yeah. one that definitely hit for me. Um, I just listening to, it, I just thought about my own. Yeah, that was supposed yeah. to be like a two to three verse song. I I couldn't do it. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Like it was hard to do that first verse. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't make a whole song about that. It mm-hmm. just, I just couldn't get through it. For sure. And that hiatus from uh, mm-hmm. simply amazing to now forty eight fourteen. Mm-hmm. Like, what was what impacted your music the most from what you did in those years? Or what, what What? changed, really? Um, the 4814 was the most impact because I just get, after um, Simply Amazing, I just got to kind of chill out. But the only reason why I really took that hiatus was um, to focus more on my production craft. Mm-hmm. Okay. To get that up because I knew the next couple of joints I wanted to drop, I wanted to be self-produced. Right. So, yeah, I just, I just took some time away from the pen because that's like riding a bike to me. Like, you know, you, you don't have to ride a bike for 10 years, but you know how to ride a bike when you see it yeah. you're gonna be able to ride it yeah. so like coming back and writing songs you know wasn't anything to me so um yeah and that's why i was so like fixed on the production of 4814 because to me it was such a difference from from the other ones so like you can tell that you took all that time to work on the craft yeah it was it was heartfelt like i i knew i knew the sound i wanted yeah you know i wanted to portray it so it was just a lot of digging, finding samples, you know, getting my guy Fable to sing on the fam track. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, he makes the fam track to me. Like, his singing mm-hmm. brings that soul to that track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he 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 made that song to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it just, that song means a lot to me. 
like when he did the hook i'm like that's it bro like you don't got to rewrite nothing else <laughs> like that's perfect yeah so it was easy for me to write to you know that was just me telling my memories my childhood memories uh, for sure uh let's let's backtrack this because i just we haven't ad- even asked you this question where did the rap moniker come from jamal science yeah um, oh, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jamal is um my middle name mm-hmm. for people that don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and science was one of my favorite subjects. But um, I was working one day and I was trying to think of a, a name change. And I'm like Jamal, and I just started like rhyming all oh. these other names. Mm-hmm. And I'm like science, but the science I'm talking about is dropping knowledge, oh. like dropping science on people. See that fifth oh, element? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. it's definitely like super yeah. hip hop. <laughs> well, what, what, what drew you to science? Because I don't know. When I was going to school, I math and science. science yeah, like I did not I love do math science. And despise science. Well, I love. I always loved like science and philosophy and stuff. Okay. I was never that good in math. I hated math. Okay. But right. I, I, I love science. Like mm-hmm. just learning about like the earth and everything, mm-hmm. the planets and all that. So, yeah, I just, I just thought it fit. For sure. I thought it fit well with me. Yeah. yeah okay. For sure. We're gonna ask you one of the most political questions we've asked on the show. Okay. All right. So you're on Cicero North. That's where you grew up, right? Correct. Uh, and they're like a Remus right there. <laughs> um. So yes. And in, in the state of of Chicago hip hop, <laughs> are you a Harold's guy or are you a Remus guy? I'm a Harold's guy. Okay. Ooh. Amen. Yeah, I love Harold. Okay. I mean, Remus is cool, but if I had to pick the two, oh man, I know some of my friends gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Harold's Harold's for me, man. Harold's for you. Fried fried heart with. The Ooh. lemon pepper, man, Ooh. and mild okay. sauce, like, mm-hmm. it's just perfect. Mm. Okay. Sensational. Sensational. <laughs> what about and you guys? Y'all Harold's or Uncle I've never Remus? had Remus yet. And it's, I, I interned cool. at North Grand, so it's, like, right down the block, but I've yet to go. Oh, yeah, you got to make some You got to make some yeah. time to go mm. there. I'm Harold's all the way. I'm not even yeah. from here, but I'm from Connecticut. But when oh, I okay. came here, the first thing I had was Remus, but I didn't know that Remus was, like, a spot. Mm-hmm. So I had it, and then I had Harold's later, and I was like, oh, you got to have Harold's. And I'm like, wow, Harold's has such better seasoning. Yeah. Like, Remus, I feel like you you can't. There's no seasoning to me at all. Just fried chicken. Yeah, you know what? I I agree too. And I feel like Harold's just has better looking chicken. Okay. I don't know why Uncle yeah. Remus chicken just. I don't know. It doesn't look that, okay. that, that appetizing to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and appealing. <laughs> yeah. Respect. Uh, what are you listening to right now? Uh, right now, I'm listening to a lot of West Side Gun, um, a lot of Mayhem, Loren, mm-hmm. her. I love her. Um, Childish Gambino. Um, what else am I listening to? Man, a lot of stuff. Bob James, mm-hmm. like um, a lot of Japanese OST, okay. like soundtracks. Oh. I went to Japan recently, oh. so how was yeah. that? Yeah, uh, it was super dope. Uh, for anybody that loves records, that's like a that's like a vinyl paradise. Yeah. The most record stores I've ever seen in my life. Oh yeah, what, what? I spent a lot of money out there. Just literally. A suitcase with my clothes, shoes, and stuff, and I bought back a suitcase full of records. Wow! Yeah. Yeah. What was the purpose of the trip? Was it just like just check it out? Yeah, it was just it was just a spur the moment trip, you know. And awesome. I ended up proposing to my fiance out there. Damn, bro. Yeah, it was it was just a dope trip overall. But man, the people are so nice. I've always wanted to go to Japan since I was a kid. Like yeah. that was my lifelong destination. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when I finally went, man, it was the the culture out there is beautiful, especially awesome. the hip hip-hop culture yeah they embrace it so much out there like yeah. i would i wish we embraced it that much out there really out here wow what would you say is the difference between over there compared to over here they're nicer they're nicer really <laughs> they're nicer 
well, in this way. In, in general, just like the the customs, and yeah. the traditions, you have to be very respectful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're True. very very respectful, respectful culture. Mm-hmm. But also like you being a black man over there, because I've seen. I know I saw some video people. They were in China though, and mm-hmm. like the way that they look at black people. Like, oh yeah, Whoa. people stopped me on the street. They were asking me like, "Am I like a rapper or something?" Yeah. And I have tattoos everywhere. And yeah. this guy ran up on me. Was like, "Oh my god." Do you mind if I take pictures of your your tattoos? Like I'm doing this book and oh, wow. I want some urban tattoos, yeah. and I'm like, man, I felt like a superstar. Yeah. Like, <laughs> people were stopping and like looking, like, who is this guy? Okay. So yes, yeah, mm-hmm. man, they're, they're really nice out there, man. Awesome. Super nice. Are you a big anime fan? Um, not really. Uh, I did love the the Black Samurai. That's mm. the only thing I yeah. I did check into. But yeah. my brothers are really uh big anime fans. For sure, for sure. Do you like sushi? I love sushi. Amen. I just had some at mm. Nori Sushi the other day. Mm. So was it like eating it in Japan? Um, Japan is is really good. Um, I think I had ramen like three days in a row there. Like I was just <laughs> on a ramen kick like every yeah, you day. You got to embrace it to be yeah, able to man. go back to where it started. Yeah, it was it from the roots. Come it on, it was now. really good. Mm-hmm. It was really good. I highly recommend it if you guys go to Japan. That's what's up. What is inspiring you right now? Life, my daughter. Um, mm. Uh, music, mm-hmm. I feel like music is um, slowly coming back to um, its roots. Like you got people like Kendrick, J mm-hmm. Cole, mm-hmm. like that's just like that Black Panther soundtrack is crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And Kendrick executive produced that. Like just just seeing music come full circle again. Mm-hmm. Like I feel yeah. like it's starting to be more about the lyrics now. Mm-hmm. You know, and in a couple of years, it's it's. Like my dad always told me, everything comes full circle, and mm-hmm. I never believed that. When people used to tell you, like, we did this before, like, and it's like, no, you haven't, you yeah. haven't done this before. But it's in retrospect, when you get older, it's like they bringing everything mm-hmm. back. Turntables are getting vinyl up out of here. I mean, vinyl is getting CDs out of here. They talking about True. that's the number one format. That's the number one selling format again. Mm-hmm. Like that just goes to show you, like, everything is just full circle, just life. Okay, what are you doing for self care? Because we never ask anybody that. So, what do you mm-hmm. do for self care? Um, elaborate. Self care. Um, mental health. Oh, just stuff. man, just um, try to stay positive. Music is music is my biggest self medicate. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't I can't go a day without listening to music and mm-hmm. starting my day without music. Mm-hmm. So it's basically music, man, and just staying peaceful and try not to feed into a lot of this stuff that you see on TV. Mm-hmm. All this negative stuff about you know the government and mm-hmm. African Americans and people getting you know killed by mm-hmm. police yeah. you know just trying to stay level headed cuz i feel like that's the devil for sure mm-hmm. uh define your legacy um my legacy um i want to be known as one of those guys who would who is like a dope lyricist just mm-hmm. a dope artist mm-hmm. um a producer mm-hmm. just just an all around guy I don't I don't want people to put me in one box okay like I want I want people to say like he was an artist mm-hmm. like that guy was an artist but um, what would your last words be for people that would want to invest in your music why should people invest in Jamal Science um, or, it, or you in general it's real um, mm-hmm. I mean I talk about things that's real mm-hmm. I mean sometimes once in a while you might get like a concept song but most of the things I'm talking about especially on a new project I'm working on is things that I've seen firsthand, like you know the mm-hmm. killing the Laquan McDonald like mm-hmm. all that stuff like just talking about real mm-hmm. life I just we, we we're missing a lot of that mm-hmm. right now you know yeah. just life That's music it. you know it's cool to, it's cool to turn up mm-hmm. you know I'm not telling people not to turn up but yeah. we need to be self aware too of what's, what's going on yeah. out here 
for sure so what's next for you um more music um more videos and um more shows you have any shows coming up um not at this moment not i don't the moment okay cool any last plugs anything you're still trying to promote uh yeah 4814 ep on itunes jamal science you guys can follow me at at jamal science on instagram and twitter and um yeah 4814 not now 4014 before we head out you want to kick a freestyle um i'll pass you'll pass (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) cool so jamal science we want to thank you uh last words before you head out as a father as a black male what are some of the words that you have for youth? The world is yours. Um, go out there and get whatever it is that you're planning to get in life. Don't let nobody tell you you can't do something because you can if you put your mind to it. Like, um, there's a lot of people putting each other down right now, and mm-hmm. it's it's crazy. Like, and it's at an all time high. Like, we just it's a crabs in a barrel. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is a crabs in a barrel city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, nobody wants That's to see me. anybody succeed. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. and just try to throw dirt on people's name and I just want to say to you guys stay away from those guys and yeah. do what it is you want to do for sure thank you for uh, swimming by uh, hopefully this isn't the last time you come here hopefully oh, yeah. this is an opportunity for you to keep continuing to come here and yeah we'll we'll keep seeing you I thank you guys for having yeah, me I for truly sure. appreciate it it was an honor